Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from James 3, and our memory verse is from James 3 verse 2, in NLT version. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, but if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. This chapter talks about all the power that our tongues wield and how much effect it can have, how we can use it and what not to use it to do. The first verse of this chapter is not what you might expect. It started by saying, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Like I said, not how you expected it to start. Why would James say not many of us should become teachers in the church? He went on to tell us why he said not many of us should become teachers in the church. He said because people who teach, the teachers in church, will be judged more strictly than other believers. Indeed, we all make mistakes as human beings. Because if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect. And if we could control every other thing, we would be perfect. But you know, teachers in church, they speak. They teach. So, they need to make use of their tongues. And James is saying, if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect. You know, the Bible says, it is by your words that you will be justified or you will be condemned. So those people that are teaching, they are speaking more words than an average person. That means that every word that they speak, everything they preach, would either stand for them on the day of judgment or condemn them on the day of judgment. Even in times and fits of anger, when somebody pisses them off, when somebody says something that doesn't make sense, whether this person deserves it or not, they have to speak life and not anything contrary to life to these people. This is also James' way of telling us that there is so much responsibility on the people that are called leaders at church, people that are teaching the word. Now we see why there was so much criteria to meet to become a church leader, to be chosen as a church leader. You don't just you shouldn't just be picked as a church leader because you are influential or anything. James went on to talk about this thing that we call our tongue. He says, we can make a large earth go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. He's making reference to, you know, horses. Whenever you want the horses to go whichever way you want, you pull the rope that is attached to the bits in their mouth. And ships, huge ships. Have you ever wondered why the rudder of um, a huge ship can make the ship go whichever way the pilot wants it to go no also says that in the same way the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire and among all the parts of the body the tongue is a flame of fire it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. It first started by telling you how powerful your tongue is by making reference to the beats in the mouth of a horse, to the rudder that uses, uses to make direction to ships. It's telling you how powerful and how much power that your tongue wields. 
he also makes reference to tell you that your tongue is like a whole world on its own separate from the other parts of the body and this whole world the tongue can set your entire body your entire life on fire people can tame all kinds of animals birds reptiles and fish but no one can tame the tongue it is restless and evil full of deadly poison sometimes it praises our lord and father and sometimes it causes those who have been made in the image of god and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth surely my dear brothers and sisters this is not right james says think about it the same mouth that you used to say god you are holy you are faithful I bless your holy name. I worship you. And this same out, you used to go out, out of church, out of your prayer, and be like, you are mad. You are stupid. You are this. James says, reason is now. Go wrong. This same out that we used to bless the name of the Lord, we also used to cause people that were made in the image of God. Does a spring of water bubble out both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So he says, food for thought. Think about it. The same amount that you used to bless God, the same amount you're using to curse people that are around you. If we go back a little bit, we see that he said that people can tame everything except for the tongue. Why can we tame everything except for the tongue? He says that the tongue is restless and evil and full of deadly poison. If no one can tame the tongue, what can really tame the tongue these are questions you should ask yourself if the bible is saying this okay what is the solution who can tame the tongue the holy spirit this is why when you have the holy spirit in you and you want to say something mean you want to say something even though it's not mean even though it might seem harmless but then you just feel the impulse of the holy spirit telling you keep quiet don't say this don't say that your only spirit is the only one that can tame the tongue through your obedience to him this chapter went on to talk about true wisdom that comes from god if you are wise and understand god's way prove it by living an honorable life doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom but if you are bitterly jealous and there is a selfish ambition in your heart don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying for jealousy and selfishness are not god's kind of wisdom why would james say don't cover your jealousy and your selfish ambition because these are normal emotions that human beings feel if you cover it by lying by boasting that just means that you don't have God's kind of wisdom admit that you are jealous admit that you have selfish ambitions in your heart and ask for help there are times when I felt jealous of content creators on Instagram I'm like God I see how these people are collaborating people are doing this people are doing that I'm like God, I'm kind of jealous of this person. Please help me with this feeling. And then I'll just head on to, you know, pray for that person and I'll, that feeling of jealousy will start dissipating. You cannot hide from God. You cannot hide by boasting, by lying with pride or anything. Go naked <laughs> into the throne of grace. Go as you are. Nobody is perfect. So help him to help you make you perfect. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are hurtly, unspiritual, and demonic. But wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder 
and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. And this is how we end today's Bible study. But we guys have a great week. You're inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you. And Jesus loves you even more.